Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of May 26, 2019. There are three new products at the ACB Mini Mall this week, and here they are. Just in, the ACB Duffel Bag comes in your choice of black, gray, or navy. This impressive bag is made of sturdy 600D polyester. It's built for the long haul. Three-sided top zipper opening makes loading and unloading easy. Two end zip pockets, large front zip pocket, and interior valuables pocket. Hard plastic feet prevent wear on the bag. Padded grab handles plus an adjustable removal shoulder strap. 11.5 by 20 by 10.5 inches, $29. Also just in... An ACB plaid tote. This large tote is made of durable polyester twill for long-lasting use. Large zippered main compartment with a six and three-quarter inch bottom gusset, and a valuables pocket. Front slip pocket provides additional storage. Dual twenty-seven inch handles. It's a huge fourteen and three-quarters by twenty-three and three-fourths by six and three-fourths inches. Comes in blue plaid with navy, green plaid with green, or black plaid with red. Is $22. And finally, the ACB tablet bag is a great little bag that's perfect for your iPad, note taker, or other mobile device. It's made of sturdy, long-lasting 600D polyester, roomy zippered main padded compartment. Front zip compartment is perfect for small items. The front of the bag folds over another zip pocket for extra storage and is held in place by a sturdy Velcro. The slip pocket also Velcros shut. Adjustable shoulder strap, 11 by 9 by 1.5 inches, gray with black trim, $35. Phone orders on these items only, 877-630-7190. Call between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. 6 p.m. Pacific Time. We accept all major credit cards. Lynn Heddle is the president of Friends in Art, ACB's special interest affiliate that has members who love art, music, writing, etc. Learn more about Friends in Art and their many activities in our feature on page 2. Smartphones such as the iPhone come with speech, magnification, and other accessibility features, but they are just too complicated for many users. We find that is especially true for older individuals who haven't previously owned a smartphone and who are now looking for a cell phone they can use as their vision decreases. The first article on page 3 is about the Lucia a new cell phone that is not a smartphone, but that's designed specifically for people who are blind, visually impaired, or hard of hearing. The second article on page 3 introduces a new video game designed for play by people who are totally blind, visually impaired, and sighted. The game is expected to come to market in August. And on page 4 is the Soundprints calendar. Page 2 I'm speaking with Lynn Heddle, who is from Alabama, and who is the president of Friends in Art. Uh, Friends in Art is an affiliate of ACB, a special interest affiliate. It has members throughout the country, and they do many, many different things. And Lynn is going to talk with us today about the organization and tell us also about the many wide-ranging activities that they have planned for the ACB convention coming up in Rochester. So welcome, Lynn. We're glad you're here. Well, thank you for having me on to talk about Friends in Art. It's very near and dear to my heart, and as it is to many others. Organization got started around, I think, 1985, 84. Um, At some of the earlier conventions, People would get together in a room and uh, very informal, play some music. And and uh, I think at the time, uh, John Dashney was one of the um, people that were first involved. Janice Q 
content was. And at first it was just um, play some music and then started to pass the hat and sort of um, to cover some winning the room and everything. And then people would, um, the door was open and people started coming in, sitting down, listening to the music. And it sort of got bigger in every year. And finally um, enough people were involved in it to where an affiliate was formed and the yearly informal music session sort of morphed into the Friends in Art Showcase of the Performing Arts where auditions were held and a show was put together. We never knew who was going to be there from one year to the next. It just depended on who showed up. But in the first many, many conventions, you could always depend on um, people like John Dashney. Uh, John actually was the first person who organized the show and set the show, who was going to be on it, where were they going to perform. And he was the announcer. And of course, everybody knows that he was a just ultimately great storyteller. Oh, yes. And his stories <laughs> recorded. He wrote, you know, all of his books and all of his stories are, are just been a part of us for years and years. Mm -hmm. And the showcase is one of the favorite things, I think, that people look forward to every year uh, to attending. And we have, as an organization, tried to maintain high standards and to give people a good show and a good reason to come out on now Monday night and um, enjoy a high-quality performance for much, much less than you would pay for anybody out there on the performing circuit. You know, you go see somebody and you're going to pay $75, $80 at least for oh, a yeah. ticket. And this mm -hmm. is like 15 Yes. And you get uh, two acts. You get... Um, high quality like like we said from one year to the next you never know who you're going to get you always have some of us who are have been members for many years and as you all know we unfortunately lost mr dashney this year and we are going to dedicate the showcase this year to him and possibly well i know we're going to play one possibly two of his legendary stories on that performance so we hope everybody's going to come and get a ticket and audition for the show if they want. There will be um, two chances to do that on Saturday and Sunday afternoon in the Friends and Art Suite. Um, we do want your act to be well pre uh, prepared and not to exceed five minutes. You can read um, from your writings, tell a story, um, sing a song, play an instrument. So we've had everybody from belly dancing to and that was audio described yes. to, uh, yeah yes. we've had some unusual instruments i think we had somebody one year playing the um pan pipes mm -hmm. never had that um i've taken a harp on there a couple of times so you never know you know who's going to show up to perform but we do want good performers and all kinds and of all kinds of music too all kinds of music mm -hmm. um we do ask that it's family friendly. Yes. Um, we, that's why, you know, we audition you, and if it's not family friendly, we say, um, make it that way. Right. Or don't, um, or don't participate. Want, not right. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we do um, want a high quality performance. Now, putting on a show is not the only thing that we do. When we became a chapter many years ago, we wanted to also promote accessibility for museums um, we have at some conventions sponsored museum tours now we just go on um, the tours that the organization as a whole organizes we just you know try to get to all the art museums um, we have in the past also published a newsletter called the log of the bridge tender that's sort of a thing we need to readdress and, and rethink but that newsletter has contained articles about museum accessibility, and, and um, we certainly advocate for that. We advocate for um, accessibility of music software. Um, we advocate for people who are trying to 
do their art. You know, despite vision impairment, we want to encourage them to find other ways to do what they did when they could see, like painters. Um, we encourage, you know, we have writers. We have all kinds of artists, any, any kind of art that there is that you can get into. We encourage everybody. So, you have a prose and poetry reading every we, year at the convention. We yes, that's one of the other things that we do every year. Is we we do have that on Sunday night, and it will be as usual this time at nine o'clock. Um, Carla Hayes has mediated that group for years, and that's just one of her things that she enjoys doing. Um, that particular venue, you can sort of be a little freer with your expression just to keep it appropriate um so um we encourage poets artists anybody to read their uh, works and again you know to perform them on the showcase as long as they're appropriate for our audience Mm -hmm. um so the showcase and the prose and poetry happen every year most years we also have some kind of a we used to call it the midi workshop but Mm -hmm. we are sort of getting away from that name um because MIDI sort of is something a lot of people don't know what it is, and they say MIDI, I don't know what that is. So this year we're calling it um, How the Pros Do Music, and or Mixed Music. So we have two incredible geeks, uh, Jason <laughs> Gaston-Guay and, and Derek Lane, who are going to do a workshop in the suite, so it's going to be a smaller group of people. And they're going to show you how to mix a song. And, and do a recording if you want to do that. A lot of people are doing that these year, these days. So um, we um, also have a writer's workshop every year, and this one this year is going to be hosted by Ann Chiapetta, who is from New York. She's a poet, published poet. She's just published a book. And also Dr. Herbert Guggenheim, who's published a couple of novels and I think a book of poetry, and they're going to teach you some um, creative things that you can do to improve your writing. Mm -hmm. We also have other sessions um, each year. This year we're going to do a session on beginning yoga for the visually impaired. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be done by Marty Klein, who I have never met, but I'm looking forward to getting to know. He is a blind veteran who has um, put together several years ago a CD collection of uh, yoga poses, which are described by a teacher so that a blind person can practice and do some yoga and learn about it. Um, You can get those at blindyoga.net from his website. I think it's about $20. I bought the book a few months ago and downloaded it onto my Victor Reader and that's where it is and I love you know working with it that way. It's really easy to to access the um different uh lessons and and just do some basic yoga postures by 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 learning that and there's even a chapter in that book for teachers who are hmm. um working with other people person uh-huh. who who wants to do yoga and the teachers never taught yoga before to a blind person they could read this section of the book and get some pointers on how to do that so um i I think yoga is a is an art form for your body you know it it, it also promotes health so we're going to um talk about that and marty's going to be our luncheon speaker that's another thing we do every year is we do have a luncheon and we provide a speaker at that luncheon this year he's going to talk about his movie that he's produced so he's a author, uh, movie producer, and this movie that he's done is called Why Can't We Serve? It's aimed at preventing suicide among veterans and encouraging people with disabilities, uh, particularly um, this movie would advocate for veterans being able to serve even though they're out of the military because of a disability. Why can't they stay in there and do things uh, that are useful, and a few of them are, but it just depends on um, a lot of things. But there are a lot of veterans who um, have served their time and want to continue. They've they've been injured and disabled, and this movie is trying to advocate for more 
of that continuation of service that veterans can provide mm -hmm. in order that they can make themselves useful. So I think it's a very um, provocative movie. It's also audio described. In fact, I think Joel Schneider did the description. So that oh. movie we're going to show mm -hmm. at the luncheon. It's 54 minutes, so it's going to be a, an afternoon that you can um, – so as you're pre-registering, I hope some of you will consider coming to the luncheon, enjoying a good meal with us, and and um, discussing and viewing this excellent movie. And Marty is going to give a motivational speech at the luncheon as well. So he's going to be quite a um, presence at our at our convention. So we'll have that followed by the writers' workshop. Um, well, that'd be a whole afternoon and, of good stuff. A whole afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> And then we got the showcase that night, so we really got a busy day on, on Monday. And then um, on Tuesday, we, we don't have any scheduled activities because I wanted to encourage people to go to the art museum uh, tour, which sounds very interesting. Mm -hmm. We also have um, an exhibit table where we sell our T-shirts. We have in the past had T-shirts with different logos on them. Um, we don't have T-shirts this year, but we're going to have – some product, and and it will be something that people are going to want. So do find the Friends in Art booth and stop by there. We also have people who are selling their books or CDs to just help us contribute to the cost of the table, and they can sit there and um, talk about what they have produced, mm -hmm. and you can get copies of, of their works as long as they're there. Um, in the past, we have also had what we call an art parlor in which we have featured different paintings and sculptures of people who, you know, bring those works and to display. And a lot of times that art parlor is has been separated from the exhibit hall. And, I mean, they really separate it. Sometimes it's been like in the <laughs> farther regions of the hotel and you can't find it. <laughs> Many years, I said, well, you know, people don't know where it is. But we've a few years ago, we decided to uh, have anybody who wants to display their art or work on their art to actually be at the exhibit table with us. Oh. So if anybody has art for sale, they can do it there. Okay. Um, I mentioned um, a minute, a few minutes ago, that the newsletter we've sort of not done in, in a few years and we really need to think rethink that and here is what i am thinking if you're going to join friends in art and we hope that you will these are 15 dollars a year eight dollars for students you will join us and pay your dues in july because that's when they're due and become involved with us during the next year i intend to start something that I think I will call the art parlor and it's going to be on zoom. So we're going to try to do that. Um, have members come there. It's a phone. Zoom is a platform where you can either call on the phone or get on your computer or your um, Android or iOS device and attend a meeting and Maybe instead of a newsletter, which everybody gets too many of those, we'll have like art parlor gatherings. And that can be real creative because people could read poetry, play music, discuss things. So that's what I'm sort of aiming for, um, for a future thing that we can do and a thing that we can provide for members. Not only that, you are, by joining us, you are advocating for all the things that we stand for, accessibility, you know, encouraging people to continue their art. So we hope that we do, you know, have a purpose for members to get behind and join us. We, the other thing, another thing that we do is we have a scholarship every year um, that we offer to students, and this is why we uh, do fundraising by selling things and by having the showcase and, and we we do want to encourage kids in school by presenting a scholarship in the past we've 
sort of been not having a lot of applications, but this year we had like an overwhelming number of That's applications. That's great. That is great. Uh, to consider, and yeah. we are going to award the scholarship by the time this is broadcast. The scholarship winner will have been notified, but this young man is currently attending the New England Conservatory of Music, and as he's a countertenor, which is a really high tenor. Um, we've heard his performance. It was excellent. He also does other things. He's uh, um, is into vocal improvis- improvisation. He's into developing. Uh, he's just been to Denmark where he was talking about accessible Lego for blind kids. So he's really, you know, an interesting young man as we're getting to know. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Matthew Schifrin, and we congratulate him on getting our scholarship this year. And we, he, he's not going to be able to attend the convention this year because he's going to be in Austria at an art song. Oh. Oh. Gee. So <laughs> I'm very jealous. Somebody's <laughs> got to do it, Lynn. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next year he can come and bring some Lego and we can have a Lego building workshop. Oh, that would be so great. <laughs> have him perform for us and yeah. he's an excellent musician and I think he's very deserving of our scholarship and mm-hmm. we have other um, members who applied who are also it was hard to choose so we're going to give all of those students a membership mm-hmm. in our organization for next year student membership is only eight dollars as I said adult is 15 mm-hmm. so if you are a student and you are into the art you don't have to be a music major or anything like that you just got to like art and want yeah. to support it. You do not so have we, to be a pro. No, quote don't a have to professional. Be a pro. We want we want right. artists and we want audiences. And and so. you know there's there's an activity that you still haven't talked about the convention, which is absolutely it's one of my favorites. It's been there for a long time, and that's the round and harmony sing. Yeah, and that I round gonna, sing is so fun. We have done this in the past few years with the teachers at as a scheduled. Uh, mm-hmm. paid event mm-hmm. on Tuesday afternoon, but their schedule didn't allow it this year, so we're going to go back to what we used to do is, and just have an informal, non-pay just show up at mm-hmm. 545 on Wednesday in the Friends and Arts Suite, and that's going to be somewhere in the Riverside, yet mm-hmm. to be determined. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it'll, it'll be, you know, announced, I'm sure, when you get to the convention, we'll, you, if you're going to audition for the showcase, you need to find out where it is yeah. as well. It'll be in the but program, too. So. Yeah, it'll be in the program. Yeah. Just come there at 545 on Wednesday, and we're just going to sing some rounds and de-stress, sit on the floor, you know, and <laughs> uh, that's a small fleet. I don't know what they mean by that. <laughs> mm. I would imagine if a lot of people show up, some people will be sitting on the floor. <laughs> I'll bet, yes. But, you know, but it's, it's, that's it's, fun. It's really fun. It's lots of fun. Yeah. It's lots of fun. Uh-huh. And are you leading that again? Yes. Yeah, uh, you do so a great I job am. in that. So it's, it's one of my it's one of my favorite things to do every year is just get together and sing rounds. And mm-hmm. I think one year we performed one on the showcase. We still have um, a couple of tapes. Some years, a couple of years, you all put out a um, a tape. Uh, back those were back in tape CDs. days. Yeah, we don't do CDs anymore. Yeah, um, we do have a website which is friendsandart.com. We are the website's kind of a work in progress. Mm-hmm. We um, are going to put links to our some of our showcases up there. Oh, good. And um, so, you know, doing a CD is just it's just involved. Well, and people people don't have of, CD players anymore. They don't have CD players anymore, so they just want to you know go listen to it or download it or something yeah. like that. So. Yeah, it just sounds like you're going to have a lot of great stuff. Another thing that people need to know is that I think maybe all but one of the FIA activities has a continuing education credit available with it at this year's convention. So if you are or if you know someone who is uh, a person uh, who works in the, the field of blindness and low vision and you need continuing ed credits for your certification or whatever, um, our credits are through uh, the uh, ACVREP program, and therefore, you know, um, low vision therapists and uh, 
teachers and uh, it, all, all kinds of sort of people with certifications in the field can can get those credits. Come and do yoga and have fun and and get a get a CE at the same time. Because you know, you know, people don't realize. I think things like that are very simple exercises, but I think mm-hmm. a lot of blind kids and even adults don't exercise enough because they don't yes. know how. Well, and this and is something that we, we need really start addressing. And yoga is a wonderful way to start moving and being aware of your right. of your body and how it moves and. And it's just a good way to, I think Marty's going to have some of his um, CD collections available. Mm -hmm. Well, education and rehabilitation programs are not just about learning math and computer keyboard skills. Um, Another thing that I volunteer at the VA, Mm -hmm. because I've worked there for so many years, and now I go and and do music there, and one of the things that... um, I started doing with my guys. I didn't know whether they would like it or not, but I've tried it and they love this. And it's a drum circle. So it's just another. Oh, you have done drum circles. Peter Peter Altshulden hasn't he led some of those? Well, we did one when the Mm -hmm. when the convention came to Birmingham. We had a drum circle. I had a a group here Mm -hmm. that I helped got to come and help me, and it was fun until security showed up and said, "Y'all are making too much noise up here. What is this?" People didn't want to stop, you know. Yeah. But, but it's just it's just another way to get together with a group and express yourself and and play an instrument that you have. It actually requires no musical ability. Just just listen to the group and do what they do, and you're you're good, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. um, I started to do one this year, but I, I have to bring a lot of stuff. I may do mm-hmm. it next year if there's a, yeah. a lot of interest in it. Then. We'll consider it. You know, it is, it's a fun activity. There's one more thing, sort of changing subjects, that I want people to know because I get this question every year, and that is if you want to perform in the showcase and you have your act that you want to do, you do have to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. Even if you're performing, this is a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Please buy a ticket. Um, this comes up every year, and we address it, or we have to kind of – rethink it but uh, my position is as long as i'm president buy a ticket you know know, i i i I get that because uh we have the same kind of questions that come up when we do other kinds of conferences and things here right and it goes into our you know fund that we use for scholarships for kids so it it is a way to support the organization i've never had a problem buying a ticket after next year I won't be the president anymore. <laughs> Somebody else can come in and do something different. But <laughs> as long as I'm there, you got to buy a ticket. Well, Lynn, one more thing that you haven't covered that uh, isn't part of the program this year. I get well, it will be because I'm sure you'll be be doing some of it on the showcase. But um, you were telling me that a number of people in FIA are now uh, playing the harp. So. Tell us just yeah, a tad about that. I, 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 and I guess maybe I'm responsible for some of that. I've, I took a harp, a small harp, a couple of years ago, showed it to Jason, and, of course, he had to have one, and mm-hmm. now he's got one, and he's taken lessons. And mm-hmm. um, Nancy Pendergrass came down here and got a hold of my harp, and now she's got two, not one, <laughs> but two. <laughs> and she's taken lessons, and, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody else is going to uh, acquire one. So uh, I, I don't know. I think... There's got to be a better name than Blind Harpies, but we'll, we'll think of one. Um, but there are a lot of us who are playing. I've been playing since about 2007, mm-hmm. and I think I told you I'm playing in church tomorrow, so I'm getting all nervous about that. But <laughs> it's a wonderful instrument, and I'd like to bring one. Uh, they're hard to travel with. Uh-huh. It would be great to get one on the showcase again one year and have some of us play or uh, or that. But it's it's just a great instrument, and... Uh, it, it is, you know, kind of a challenging instrument, and none of us are playing pedal harps, although some of them want to. I don't want to play a pedal harp. That's the mm-hmm. big one. Mm-hmm. Not only are they um, expensive, but they weigh about 30, 40 pounds, and they're hard to maneuver. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not as portable. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're not as, They're not portable at yeah. all. Yeah. No, I don't want anything I can't carry, so... Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's 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 interesting that so many of us are getting into that. I think I'm going to form a Zoom uh, room on that and have you know have us play for each other. But I think Zoom is something we just haven't utilized the power of yet, and we we intend to do that next year. Well, Lynn, um, how can people contact you to find out more about Friends in Art? Well, I'll be glad to give you my email address. It's L Y N N S as in Sam, B as in Bravo, R as in Romeo, C as in Charlie, S-B-R-C at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, that email address is on the friendsandart.com website as well. Okay. All right. So they can go to that website and they can use that. I think my phone number's up there as well. Um, but I'll be glad to, I usually get, you know, one or two calls about the showcase every year before the convention. and. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody has any questions about auditioning, um, I'll be glad to answer them. You don't have to sign up for a performance slot. We did that for several years, and it's just easier to have an audition time posted and just come between those hours and have your act ready to do for us. Oh, at uh, the same time that you come in. So you don't come and sign up now and then and then do your audition. No. You just do that all at once. When you when you get there, we just take your information. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Um, so between three and five on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. if you if you can't be there during those times, contact me. But you really need to do it before five on Sunday because we've got to put the show together on Sunday night. We see who we've got. We establish the order of the show. We actually write it down. And every Monday morning, I'm at, at pestering Sharon at whenever she opens to do the program for us because we do some Braille copies of the program for people who are helping or, or you know, uh, who are hosting. We always have a couple of people host the showcase. So right. we've got to set that show and have it together by Sunday evening so we, you can't show up on Monday and say, well, can I be on the showcase? Well, no. <laughs> <It's too laughs> right, late. right. Do you so, know who the, host is, who the hosts are going to be this year? We're not yeah. sure. No? Uh, okay. The two I want, I'm, I'm not sure they're going to be able to come to the convention. Right. But we, okay. we will have at least somebody from New York, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got to have a New Yorker on there. <laughs> I hope it's not, it's not going to be me. I've done it too many times. I don't want to do it again. So <laughs> I will... I will appoint somebody else. Yeah, well, it <laughs> will be that. good. It's always a good show, and so we're uh, we're looking forward to it, and also to all of the other activities that will be going on. I wish you the best. We know that they will be successful in Rochester, and we hope that people. If you're coming to Rochester, be sure and participate in some FIA activities. If you're not coming to Rochester, you will be able to enjoy the showcase, I'm sure, again this year on ACB Radio Cafe. Right. And uh, I I couldn't go to convention a couple of years ago, to the 2017 convention, and I very much enjoyed listening to the showcase on ACB Radio. It ACB Radio, I gained a whole new appreciation for it that year. Couldn't be there because of a medical issue. With Couldn't fly because I had a severe ear infection. And um, it was just great to be able to at least have a part of the convention, a tiny portion of that convention, and be able to, to participate in it through ACB Radio. So plan on Monday evening. Uh, to be listening to ACB Radio Cafe if you're not going to be in Rochester um, and and listen to the showcase. You will definitely enjoy it. And, uh, of course, there will be other programming on ACB Radio on Mainstream and the other channels for things like general sessions and a few of the workshops and so on. But um, the showcase is on Cafe, and then it's repeated throughout that convention week. So if you... If you can't, you know, if you have to work on that Monday night or if something else that you absolutely can't listen, you will still be able to hear the showcase that week. So, um, Right. I think on one weekend they, yeah. they stream it all day on Sunday or something. They've done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so if not, And if you're not going to be there this year, um, we will miss you. And um, please go up and to FIAfriendsandart.com yeah. and pay your dues for next year. You can do it through mm-hmm. PayPal. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, we okay. want new members, young members. <laughs> so we want to grow the organization and, and get okay. some uh, new people on the board. And 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got officer elections next year, so if you want to become a part of the organization, this is a great time for you to do it. All right. Well, thank you, Lynn. We really appreciate it. Really enjoyed having you on today. And well, thank you so and much for having us. And talking about this, the many, many aspects of FIA, the different faces of Friends in Art. Thank you much. You're very welcome. Page three. Our first article is from business.financialpost.com and is entitled RAZ Mobility Launches Accessible Mobile Phone for Individuals with Impaired Vision. Vienna, Virginia. RAZ Mobility, www.razmobility.com, a provider of mobile assistive technology, is announcing the launch of the Lucia Phone. Lucia, L-U-C-I-A, is an easy-to-use basic mobile phone specifically designed to address the unique needs of people who are blind, low vision, or hard of hearing. Someone who is completely blind can use Lucia just as fully and effectively as someone who is sighted. According to the National Center for Health Statistics, approximately 9% of adults in the United States have difficulty seeing even with glasses or contact lenses. Among adults over 85 years of age, that number rises to 23.5%. And the National Institutes of Health reports that approximately 15% of American adults have at least some trouble hearing. Lucia has been engineered from the ground up to help these underserved populations. Quote, Lucia is a fully accessible mobile phone with unique features such as large tactile buttons in different colors and shapes, a voice guide to inform the user of what is on the screen and what buttons have been pressed, ergonomic design, and a SOS button, said Robert Felgar, CEO of RAZ Mobility. These features offer individuals with vision loss the ability to access every function of the phone with unparalleled ease. Lucia is perfect for seniors, such as blind veterans and others who want accessibility combined with simplicity. End of quote. RAZ Mobility has partnered with the Swiss Lucia phone manufacturer to offer this exceptional solution in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. The phone's voice guide is available in English, Spanish, and more than 10 other languages so that it can be enjoyed by English and non-English speakers alike. It also has a large, high-contrast display with enlarged text, as well as the option to amplify the audio with the press of a button. Lucia is an unlocked 3G mobile phone and confirmed to work on U.S. carriers such as AT&T, T-Mobile, and compatible GSM networks such as Cricket Wireless, Red Pocket Mobile, Straight Talk, and Metro by T-Mobile. An unlocked 4G phone will be available in the future. Nerman Selimic, S-E-L-E-M-I-C, COO at RAZ Mobility, said, quote, As a provider of advanced mobile assistive technology, we realized that there was no easy-to-use mobile phone available for individuals who are blind or visually impaired. In its 2018 report to Congress on accessibility, the Federal Communications Commission similarly concluded that there has been, quote, little if any progress, end quote, with respect to the accessibility of non-smartphones. The Lucia phone is designed to fill this gap. In addition to consumers, many mobile providers worldwide have expressed interest in offering an accessible, basic mobile phone to their customers. End of quote. RAZ Mobility is the exclusive distributor for the United States and Canada and is offering the phone to consumers, state government agencies, the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, wireless providers, nonprofit organizations, and for-profit companies. The Lucia phone can now be ordered at www.razmobility.com slash solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S slash Lucia, L-U-C-I-A. About RAZ Mobility, 
RAZ Mobility offers unique and cutting-edge mobile assistance technology solutions for people with disabilities. These solutions take the form of mobile applications, mobile devices, or software bundled with mobile devices. RAZ Mobility offers its solutions to consumers, the United States Department of Veterans Affairs, state equipment distribution programs, other government agencies, senior and assisted living providers, schools, nonprofit organizations, and for-profit companies. Learn more about RAZ Mobility at www.razmobility.com. Our next article comes from hollywoodreporter.com and was posted on May 22 on ACB Leadership. It's entitled The Veil, a video game for the visually impaired coming to PC in August. Canadian independent game studio Falling Squirrel will launch its first game, The Veil, for Windows PC on Steam this August. The game is described as an audio-based experience that is specifically designed and developed with visually impaired players in mind. Quote, the original idea was simply to make an audio-based game that featured a blind main character. David Evans, creative director at Falling Squirrel, tells The Hollywood Reporter, I felt a blind prince or princess lost in the medieval barons was a compelling starting point for an adventure, a mix of familiar tropes set against an unconventional perspective. End of quote. An action-adventure RPG, the game centers on an exiled noble, blind from birth, who was second in line to the throne. Now, in a harsh, hostile land, the Vale hero must master skills and magic, befriend companions, and embark on a long, perilous journey home, which begins to reveal startling truths about the kingdom and its royal family. The Vale won Ubisoft's Indie Series, an annual competition presented by National Bank that awards independent game studios with cash prizes. The first title released by Falling Squirrel, the game foregoes traditional visual gameplay by utilizing binaural audio technology and haptic controller feedback, vibrations and motions in the controller that simulate the feel of touch with in-game objects to create a medieval world for users with visual impairments as well as for sighted players. Partnering with the CNIB, a volunteer agency and charity organization in Canada dedicated to assisting visually impaired individuals, Falling Squirrel tested the game with blind and visually impaired players and consulted with the disabled community while developing the game. The studio also received funding from the Canadian government through an Ontario Creates grant. Quote, We are hoping to make a game that will satisfy members of the blind community who have been playing games all their lives, as well as those coming to games for the first time, says Evans. We have to carefully consider game mechanics, controls, and difficulty settings that will straddle this enormous gulf in game familiarity, end of quote. Among the game's key features are a guiding concept of accessible gaming for all, which utilizes binaural audio and voice acting to guide players through battle, quests, and cutscenes. By creating a full soundscape of 3D audio, Falling Squirrel aims to create a realistic, immersive world for the player to explore. The game will also feature multiple combat styles, player creation with male and female options for the game's protagonist, magic, hunting, and more. In addition to the game's main quest and storyline, there will be more than 20 side quests for players to embark upon. Quote, Some strides have been made to improve gaming experiences for colorblind and low-vision gamers, but virtually nothing for fully blind individuals, Evans says. We are hoping to pioneer mechanics that could form the basics for audio-only modes or ports for popular action-adventure games and RPGs. Evans sees The Veil as a game that will resonate with an audience that has been overlooked by game developers for a long time. 
Quote, it's satisfying to think that we are likely to make a game that many in this community might consider to be their favorite or for others their very first game experience, he says. This is primarily what drives our team. Page 4, The Sound Prince Calendar On May 27, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will have its next membership conference call at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The phone number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. May 27 is the Savvy Budget Meeting. This is for the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired and is at 8 p.m. Central Time on the conference line at 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On May 28, ACB Next Generation will have its Nationwide Organizational Committee call and that will be at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for ACB members and others 40 years old and under who are interested in participating in the Nationwide Special Interest Committee activities in ACB. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On May 31, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its last roundabout of the month. Individual activities with education, technology, Braille, and more from 3.30 until 5, discussion time 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, and games and activities from 7 until 9.30. The theme of this activity will be a Memorial Day party, so plan to wear your red, white, and blue and be ready for some special games and presentations. All at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 to sign up. Activities for June include, on June 1, Kids Day, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind. Bring your younger child for an event full of entertaining games and activities that help them understand what it means to be blind. The event is free, but registration is required. Best for ages 6 to 12 at the APH Museum, 1839 Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. Call 502-899-2213 for more information and to sign up. On June 2, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its committee meetings by phone as follows. The Advocacy Committee will meet at 7 p.m. Eastern, and the Education, Activities, and Technology Committee will meet at 8 p.m. Eastern. The phone number is 605-475-6006, and the code is 294444, and we encourage anyone interested in participating in these activities to join the call. On June 3, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired will have its program committee meeting at 7 p.m. Central Time. The phone number is 669-900-6833, and the code is 3572-595-193. On June 4, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision invites you to its next conference call meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is for individuals statewide who are experiencing low vision, and people are encouraged to ask questions and express concerns and get support from each other. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. There will also be some business for KCCLV conducted at this meeting. On June 6, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have its quarterly membership meeting and luncheon. From 12 to 2 p.m., the program BCB Members Connect with Others through ACB. The BCB office is where this activity will be held, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. RSVP by calling 859-259-1834. On June 6, the ACB Lions will have its next conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a national call, and we encourage any blind individual who is interested in becoming a lion or individuals who currently are lions or who have been lions in the past to feel free to join this call. The number is 712-432-3900 and the code is 796096. On June 7, 
the GLCB roundabout will include education and technology from 3.30 to 5, discussion time 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, and games and crafts from 7 until 9.30 at the United Crescent Hill Ministries on State Street in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 to sign up. June 8 is the GLCB board meeting at 11 a.m. by conference call. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On June 9, KCB Next Generation will have its statewide Kentucky chapter conference call at 8 p.m. by phone. This is the regular monthly chapter meeting for visually impaired people 40 and under in Kentucky. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. On June 9, ACB Families will have its monthly meeting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Participate from anywhere in the country by calling 712-432-3900 and entering code 796096. On June 11, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, will have its monthly in-person meeting in Owensboro from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. The speaker will be Michael Hudson, Director of the Museum at the American Printing House for the Blind. The meeting will be held at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For more information, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. On June 11, Savvy will hold a board meeting by conference call at 7 p.m. Central Time at 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On June 12, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will have a meeting by conference call at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Call 605-475-4700 and enter code 155619. For more information about the Northern Kentucky Council, call 859-781-7369. On June 12, KCB will hold its PR Membership Committee meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. Anyone interested in helping with PR and membership? with the Kentucky Council of the Blind is welcome to join this call. On June 13, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its first peer support group meeting in person in Louisville from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street. This is a great activity for those who have begun experiencing vision loss or who have had vision loss for several years. For more information, call 502-895-4598. June 14 is the GLCB Roundabout, Education and Technology, 3.30 to 5, Discussion Time, 5 to 6, Dinner, 6 to 7, $6 per person, Bargain Table, 7 to 7.30, Bingo, $2 per person, 7.30 to 9.30, at United Crescent Hill Ministries on State Street in Louisville. For more information, call 502-895-4598, and also be sure to call to sign up. On June 15, Braille for the Sighted, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. So do you ever stare at those dots in an elevator and wonder how they can possibly mean words? In two hours, we can have you reading simple Braille and writing Braille on a slate and stylus or a Braille writer. The event is free, but registration is required. Best for adults and children, 6 and up. American Printing House for the Blind Museum. Call 502-899-2213 to sign up. June 16 is a KSB alumni board meeting. 8 p.m. Eastern Time by conference call at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. June 17 is the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board Meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, dial 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. On June 21 is another GLCB roundabout, this time with a special speaker. 
Education and Technology from 3.30 to 5 p.m. Discussion time 5 to 6, including a presentation and question and answer period on the new enhanced IDs. Dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, and games and crafts from 7 until 9.30. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. Call 502-895-4598 to sign up. June 22 is the ACB Next Generation Saturday Night Live Hangout, 8 p.m. Eastern Time by phone. ACB members and individuals under the age of 40 are invited to join this nationwide Saturday night chat, focusing on designated topics and also just time for making friends and socializing. Contact Amanda Selm at 502 502- 750-1774 for more information or call 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193 to join the Hangout. On June 23, ACB Families will have its next peer support group meeting, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Participate from anywhere in the country by calling 712-432-3900 and entering code 796 June 24, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana will have their membership conference call for June, 7 p.m. Eastern Time by phone, 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On June 24, the Savvy Budget Committee will meet at 8 p.m. Central Time at 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. On June 25, ACB Next Generation will have its nationwide organizational committee call at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. On June 26, the Bluegrass Council will have its peer support group meeting from noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office in Lexington, For more information and to sign up, call 859-259-1834. June 27 will be the second Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision support group meeting in person from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. For more information, call 502-895-4598. June 28 is the last GLCB roundabout of the month. Education and technology from 3.30 to 5. Tip sheet 5 to 5.30. Page turners 5.30 to 6. Dinner 6 to 7. KCB Next Generation activity 7 to 9.30. And other games and crafts also from 7 to 9.30. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, call 502-895-4598 for more information. And a few important events for July. July 5 to 12 is the 58th Annual ACB Conference and Convention in Rochester, New York. Be prepared to enjoy exhibits, workshops, programs, tours, opportunities for continuing education credits, and so much more are available at this full week of activities and fun. For more information, visit www.acb.org. Call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598 or contact ACB Convention Coordinator Janet Dickelman at 651-428-5059. July 26 and 27 is the Kentucky School for the Blind 74th Annual Alumni Conference and Reunion at the Ramada Inn in Louisville, 1041 Zorn Avenue. To make sure that you receive a registration packet for this reunion, Please contact Carla Rushevel, Alumni Treasurer, at 502-897-1472. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. 
Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prince. Have a great week, everybody.